and welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church in Richland, Washington. My name is Brent. With me is my friend, Megan. Hello. And uh, how are you, Megan? I'm doing all right. Yeah, you enjoy it. I, uh, I just creeped out of my office after spending all afternoon up there in a mm-hmm. windowless uh, existence for the last four <laughs> hours. And I realized it's like kind of nasty. Out. Yeah, it's, I believe they call them termination winds. Where it terminates the hot weather and no, we're about to get colder it, weather? Um, because, well, this is what I've heard. Okay. Because when they would happen, when Hanford was first established, like it's crazy dust stormy kind of wind. It is. Get here. It's like gray out yeah, there. Yeah. It's, um, they, after these winds would happen, they would get a whole bunch of like termination of like two weeks notice papers. Cause like people would be like, nope, can't do it. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. People bowing out. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I mean, especially when it first started, I bet the dust was even worse than it is now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was holding tight on the steering wheel as I drove over. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's funny. My wife and I, we went to San Diego last week uh, or north of there, uh, Oceanside area. And uh, the weather was crappy. It was windy and cloudy and it was night. The the moment we got off the plane here, we were like, this, this is what we wanted. (laughs) This is what we wanted the whole time. Was it warm or no? Uh, I mean, ish, warm-ish. Okay. When the when the sun would break through the clouds, it would be nice. But <laughs> like, I wore pants every day. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I did not things. wear pants every day last no. year. <laughs> no, it's nice right now. You're in that season where you don't even have to look. Like for for the last two months, probably it's been like, a, hey, I should check the weather today before mm-hmm. I put pants or shorts on. Uh, and I'm putting one of them on. I just don't know which one yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now you're at the spot where you're like, it's probably. Oh, that's supposed to be in the 60s shorts. later this week. I know. So. Well, maybe not through it yet. But yeah, uh, yeah we uh, we had a chance to get away and do. Th- thanks for covering for me last yeah, you're week. Welcome. You and Bethany covered for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, went to the down. Uh, we did like an annual trip and fly in, and a bunch of church planners get together, and we rent one house. We used to do hotels, but. It's just like, let's rent a house. Then mm-hmm. we can like walk around in our pajamas and like hang out, you yep. know, and stay mm-hmm. up late. And I feel and like you get a better quality Absolutely. Yeah. Way better. Mm-hmm. Way better. Now, the hard part about it is um, we want to do a lot of food in to try and cut down on mm-hmm. costs and save money. Uh, but the only way to do it right without buying multiples of like, oh, we bought four milks is to just pool our money together and mm-hmm. then go shopping, you know, and go, we went to Costco together. Yep. Um, and, uh, that's always an experience. Oh man. So <laughs> have you ever gone grocery shopping yep. with friends yep. and you're all pooling money yep. together and you're like, Hey man, I don't like those. Why are you buying those? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, so our friend Dave, who's, who comes I'm no, in, yeah, met you Dave, know yeah. Dave, he's one of the most anxiety prone guys I've ever met. <laughs> uh, my, my favorite memory of him is us driving in Colorado. He was not on his anxiety meds at that point. Uh-oh. I don't know if they would like, you know, kind of t- tuned out or if he hadn't gotten on him yet, but he's driving up these icy roads with semi trucks passing him because they're Colorado drivers. So they're just doing whatever. And he's in a rental car and he's, he's white knuckling it and just <laughs> muttering things that are inappropriate under his breath. And we're <laughs> laughing at him. So that made it even worse. <laughs> so mean. That's the same guy who said, Hey, this year I'll be the guy who puts everything on my credit card and you guys all just pitch into me and then we'll do this. Right. <laughs> so, which is great, except that then we're going through Costco and, you know, we're all trying to have like, Try, we're trying to be like, what What would be good for the for everybody? Mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. likes chips and salsa. Let's get chips and salsa. Everybody mm-hmm. likes a bottle of wine. Let's get, this, you know, whatever. But then it became like, it's that spot where he's like, all right, well, here's the budget. The budget's yeah. 600 bucks and don't go over that. And he's doing the math in his head yeah. as we're shopping. And I can see him doing the math in his head. 
And I'm like, oh man, those are expensive. Just talking yeah. it up to him, just trying to cost <laughs> him so more. It's so mean. It's so mean. Dave deserves it. He'll be here in like a month, so you'll get a chance to hear the story from him. And uh, and we're shopping, and this one of the our our friend's wives um, is definitely, and, and the guy warned us too. His Skyler, he he warned us. He's like, hey man, my wife Amy, man, she's dangerous to shop with because she just thinks you need everything. So we're going through it. We're getting like charcuterie. And she got like. She got like three different kinds of meats and cheeses for a charcuterie plate, which is going to be one one night. And Dave's going, three, three, doing three different types of salami. She's like, yeah, that's how charcuterie works. You got to have small, medium, large. And we're like, this is the, Dave's like, this is the first I've ever heard of it. And I said, no, Dave, that's what I've heard as well. <laughs> She's just throwing it in, man. The card's piling up. And Dave, I can see, is just like sweating as we're going through and and going to the front. And oh my gosh, it was, it was the best. Listen, I do not really particularly like grocery shopping, but grocery shopping, when your friend is paying for it yeah. and you're just tossing stuff in, you're like, yeah, peanut M&Ms and regular M&Ms. Absolutely. We need both of these, Dave. It was glorious. It was the best. It was the best. Oh, and man. Uh, it came out. We we got all through there and the budget was 600 bucks and we spent 650. Nice. And so Dave's the kind of guy that's like, all right, I'm going to need $8 from each of yeah. you. <laughs> So, all right, we'll Venmo you $8, Dave. I love it. Oh, my gosh. And then nobody did, I'm sure. I didn't. So, uh, I figured I'll, I'll take him out to lunch when he's in town oh or gosh. something like that. But it was so great. That was great. Um, yeah, the house was was awesome. It was kind of close to the beach. And we you didn't like, um, another tactic I've used is like dividing the meals up. Yeah. But again, so then what happens is we buy, you know, especially when you're shopping at Costco, mm-hmm. you're buying so much that you're like, I don't need t- this much tomato sauce. Uh, you know, if you go to a grocery store, but then you're paying grocery store prices yeah. and so you're like, I don't know. Mm, that's true. And we had six couples with this. Yeah. So it was like Costco was definitely made the most sense. Mm-hmm. But then we are left over with like two. We Their orange juice comes in packages of three, which uh-huh. is awesome ours comes in packages of two yeah uh and we had two full orange juices left oh, over no. after, and i think i was the only one that drank it so yeah. i kind of feel bad about that sorry dave <laughs> but it was fun it was yeah. great we had a good time That's good, good. Uh, good chats yeah and uh yeah it was great so how was your week it was pretty good i mean just you know school and trying to get ready for the we were just year. talking about turds in the uh in the classroom <laughs> yeah. and rearranging this is I how teachers did, i just did a seat change yeah this today. is how teachers get back at turds <laughs> i didn't know this as a kid i thought it was just always like on a rotation but when you teachers change the seating chart up that's a way of saying i don't like you and you're not going to sit in that seat anymore it's more like friends. this isn't working yeah. <laughs> let's fix it <laughs> let's put you in the hallway but yeah i had to move a kid well part anyway i just had a kid who's or I'm having trouble with. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I kind of realized is that I think part of the problem was that every time I looked up from my desk, which I kind of have to stay at because COVID, I would like see him like first, like yeah. direct line to him. So I moved him to the side of me. I don't want to look at you. So I don't have to You're see him. you to me. Get out. <laughs> Mostly so I don't have to see all of the things he does and then address them. Like yeah. I think that like attention cycle was part of the issue. So, yeah. That's yeah. Good. Exciting. Super exciting. Super exciting. Yay, teachering. <laughs> One of the, uh, so at this this trip thing too, we sit around like a campfire downstairs and we uh, listen to the waves slap against the beach, which was awesome. That's amazing. Um, and uh, we throw out ideas about what has worked and yeah. what doesn't mm-hmm. work. And, you know, it's a COVID year, so it's always been like good, great. And we all come from like different 
areas too. So Wisconsin, Minnesota, California. So our mask mandates and our, our, our return to quote unquote normal has been very, very different based on kind of where they live. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so a couple of them begin talking about communion pieces and, uh, we, I realized, and we, we haven't, we haven't done communion since for Mm-mm. almost two years. Almost. Yeah. A, lo- a long time. Yeah. A long time. Cause we typically only do it at the end of a series. And the way that we did it was like bread, every shared glass of juice or wine, and then you dip it in and mm-hmm. you consume. And we were like, when first COVID came out and it was like, okay, you can't touch anything, you know, then that was like, well, that's definitely off the table. Mm-hmm. And even now we're, we're just like, yeah, probably not going to happen in that way. Um, so we started asking, well, what have you guys been doing? And they went to the, the, the individual cups and wait for things, which, you know, I've seen, I've, I, you know, I've been a part of churches before. It's always been like they're just kind of i don't know they're not it's not great it's not mm-hmm. a great experience right yeah. but you got to operate on necessity sometimes so uh it's uh came back going okay we <laughs> we got to figure out the communion thing cuz we yeah. need to start doing something for yeah. it right and we're in the part of a series that would be great to be able to do it so i did some shopping this week okay and cuz I, I in my mind i thought i'm going to get good ones you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't, i'm not going to go exist. well that's what i found out oh, okay. yes <laughs> but Funny, like I'm, I'm, you know, you're you're shopping for something. You're like, I'll pay a little bit extra to get. Is there any like Merlot ones? Cat? Is there anything good? <laughs> is there anything worth doing? And I here's what I found out: the uh, community supplies market um, is a a ve- has has done very well during COVID. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> like they are. They are. Uh, the bar is really low for the what they have to produce. And when you're the only one selling hot dogs, they don't even have to be that good at hot dogs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's what we're going to have. So, I, but I, I <laughs> we're do gonna think- We're going to have bad hot dogs? Well, <laughs> I do think I may have found a decent one. It's okay. called the Miracle Meal. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Please don't tell anybody that's what it's called. That, well, it's on the box on and here. I think it's on the packaging. So <laughs> that's what you're getting, everybody. Oh my gosh. Buckle up. Miracle meal on its way. <laughs> um, so I have no idea. It's unleavened bread. Uh, you you pull the wrapper off the top, you know. And, but the is the bread like on the top of the juice yeah, cup? Yeah, the marketing is so funny for this because they're like trying to be spiritual about it too, you know, like <laughs> this, uh, this juice, hundred percent Concord, which they need to do that. Like hundred percent Concord. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this, uh, this, this unleavened wafer, which represents the body of Jesus. You're like, <laughs> it's just <laughs> such a weird, I mean, maybe it's weird for other people at like who are outside of church communion in general is a weird mm-hmm. thing. And then when you're reading on a website and I'm mm-hmm. trying to buy these off of Amazon, mm-hmm. that's also a very weird thing. Cause yeah. I know that typically like in a Catholic church, or even like Episcopalian or some of the high church stuff, like this stuff, you know, they, there's like a the priest prays over the bread mm-hmm. before it goes, and we don't do that, anything like that. But mm-hmm. it's all, it's just been a symbolic thing for us. So it could be anything, right? Yeah. So it's not like a Brent. It, it's maybe I'm ruining your perspective of what communion is by telling me <laughs> telling you that we bought our stuff on Amazon. Uh, to be I fair, know. I went directly to the site to cut off the Amazon third party. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Gary. But, um, anyways, uh, it was just an interesting experience to kind of see the world. Yeah. of community market supplies. That's, that is fascinating. Yeah. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we will be sharing a miracle meal together here in a couple of weeks, <laughs> the end of the series. So if you're That's listening amazing. to this podcast and you're local, <laughs> make sure to mark your calendars. And uh, uh, That's amazing. Maybe don't eat that day, but don't eat breakfast. Come hungry. <laughs> I've seen them. They're teeny. Oh, yeah. They're like teeny, tiny little wafers. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. It won't fill you up. <laughs> 
Uh, I bought some plane tickets yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Look at you. Where are you going? I'm going to Pittsburgh. Nice. Oh, you, I thought you were going to go to uh, Ohio and then drive up to Pittsburgh. No, I'm going to go to Pittsburgh and then go to Ohio. Oh, so you just reversed it. Yep. Good deal. Yeah. Can you go see Margo and her new go baby? see Margo and her new baby. Fun. And I guess Matt will be there too. Um, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, spend a couple days with them, and then I'm going to drive to Cincinnati. Margo, if she's listening to this, sent me a great uh, Instagram post um, by, uh, like, uh, uh, John Chris. You're familiar with him, like the guy who got in trouble a little while back. But let's set that aside for a second. I I don't know if I The post was, uh, I'm going to give you the name of a business. You have to tell me if it's a church or a weed shop. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it was really good. Was it, was it hard really to tell the difference? Uh, yeah, there were some you were like, oh, okay. Um, you know, Miracle Leaf or what was it? No, it was it, Miracle Leaf was a cannabis, but yeah. it was something, I don't know, like a bunch of altitude, high life, okay. um, yeah. you know, a rise, okay. um, uh, uh something about garden gardens, you okay, know, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. So it was, it was pretty good. There That's was definitely some, they had like... He was like a moderator, and there were two guys that were guessing, mm-hmm. and they had to kind of go back and forth. It was it was rather funny. That's so good. you can look it up and find it if you want. <laughs> thanks, Margo, for sending me that. That wasn't my something interesting uh, this week, but there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. let's uh, let's chat about Sunday. Let's How about do it. that. All right, we uh, did uh, part two of our series. You're not far. Continuing our discussion on the Book of Mark and looking at kind of Jesus's uh, adventures in there and Peter's recollection of those adventures as he tries to kind of communicate his version inside of the story of who Jesus was and what he tried to uh, focus on. And for this week specifically, we focused on the disruptive nature of it. We've we've said that in the past, and I tried to put some flesh. It's, it, I mentioned in the service, it's part of our vision statement as a, as a church to bring and be a part of the a community where the irresistible love of Jesus and the disruptive nature of what he means and what he brought kind of takes place. And uh, so let's let's put some flesh on it and talk mm-hmm. about what that exactly looked like. Uh, and I mentioned in the second, I, which one did you attend? Did you go? I mean, first? I listened to second service. Oh, okay, good. I don't. I listened to. Oh, it that's right, because you listened late. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the disruption of and and I do think um, that word is thrown around too much. In, disruption. Yeah. Well, specifically in like business terms. Oh, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody that's a, a young startup wants thinks that they're a disruptor right <laughs> and uh we're gonna disrupt the communion mm-hmm. supplies market and you're like there's really not like a i mean huge <laughs> market like you can be fine you can be an a player yeah but disruption is when the whole thing changes yep right and i think that as for as much as it's tossed around uh it really there really have been very there's very few disruptive sort of companies um i would say like Uber has been kind of one of those that has been like that kind of completely changes the game. Mm-hmm. Airbnb in terms of hotel yep. stuff, mm-hmm. that's that was a game changer when you provide access to the people. Yep. Like the internet in general was a disruptor industry. Yep. Um, streaming uh, for sure was a disruptor. It's like Netflix and streaming. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's Not because, necessarily like right away, but like I feel like I remember when Netflix first came out, it I I, I, I felt it ton, so like, much when I was trying to check yeah. out from the Redbox and going, <laughs> I don't even own a DVD player. I own one. And then thinking <laughs> where, you know, how would I get one of those? Um, and Do people even own them anymore? <laughs> well, I know they own them because yeah. we we sold one at a yard sale that yeah. we had last weekend. And, and I watched somebody walk up. We Our daughter hosted a yard sale yep. uh, to raise money for summer camp. And we had friends 
find out uh, every friend who's like finds out you're having a yard sale goes oh i have some stuff they don't have enough to do a yard their own yard sale so Mm -hmm. they just bring theirs and drop it off at your house Mm -hmm. and they knew that london was going to camp so they're like we don't even care about the money just take the stuff and get it out of our garage and we had two dvd players oh nice and the first one came up and sold and then i thought to myself oh we don't even own one and i have a drawer full of dvds Mm -hmm. and at some point one of our dvd players broke and we just never replaced it. And the, so I thought to myself, I should go grab that other one and I'll pitch in five bucks to the thing yeah. or whatever. And it's my kid. I'm probably paying for something of her camp anyway. Yeah. So I feel <laughs> fine about it. And then I, I like got sidetracked doing something else. And then the other one walked up and somebody had it in their hands. And I, I kept looking at it like, do I want to say, oh, that one's not for sale? <laughs> or do I just let her go with it? And I just let her go with it. That's so we don't we still call. had a chance to have one, but I, I don't even own one anymore. <laughs> what, what would you say has been a disruptive in, industry or product in your opinion? Give me, oh give me, gosh. give me some more that I'm not thinking of. I don't, need, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I don't. I don't. You put me on the spot, Brent. Um, disruptive industry, <laughs> like e-readers, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, kind of. Do you, yeah, do you think like that more people, general. I think that more people still read books than they do e-readers. Yeah. I think that like in terms of like library use though, people do e-readers a lot. I do. Let me think. I'm probably 50-50 on paper books versus e-reader books from the library. But it is nice to be able to be like, I could just download that right away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think that, that people might have said e-readers were a disruptive thing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there are still bookstores and Barnes and Noble still has a store at our mall that is still open means that I don't know that that industry was fully disrupted. I'm not trying to discredit your answer. I'm just trying to talk about how extreme this really is. Like when something is disrupted, uh-huh. we don't own VCR players anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, and like Blockbuster is Blockbuster not does in not exist. Yeah. Um. So that that's what I mean in terms of it's completely gone because mm-hmm. I think that's the point that Jesus that is that Peter was trying to make mm-hmm. about the presence of Jesus that this is a total not addition to what we've already been doing with this in place there are things that are no longer in play yeah there there's a system in which we no longer need to go down that road Jesus was a disruptor here's the good news Jesus yeah. you know God is near the time has now come everything's different I thought of another one. Okay. Cell phones, but smartphones in particular. Um, yes. Cell yeah. phones specifically, because like, I mean, can you, have you seen a payphone ever recently? Very rarely. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Yeah. I think what's interesting about that too is you had like phases, right? Because people yeah. had car phones for a mm-hmm. while, but they were still attached. Then they had like, we had like cordless telephones that kind of got us a little close. And then it was cell phones and then it was smartphones. Mm-hmm. So it was like a slow evolution over time. But yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I think that sometimes something comes along just immediately and yeah. it's like skirt, you know, yeah. like there's no, we, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Now we're doing this. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that, I mean, yeah. for sure. Cell phones are a big deal. So you asked me, I thought of one. I know it's good. <laughs> And I get it. I mean, you would even say, I think a common answer would be Apple was a disruptor. The only disruptor piece I think that Apple had, because I think computers were already a thing. I mean, they were for sure a thing before that. Personal computers were a thing. User interface was great. It was a uh, it was a much better user interface, but there were other u- user interfaces. I would say that the iPod, when they made music go from physical yep. to digital, mm-hmm. that's a disruptive. That yep. was a disruptor thing. Mm-hmm. That may, I mean, you would say the Apple iPhone 
because it's been like the most successful product of all time. But even then, it was just like a better version of my razor that I used to have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the iPod was, yep. that was completely different. Yeah, because it like all those industries that have gone to streaming or digital that weren't and kind of were fighting doing that. And yeah. then, yeah. But then even the iPod got disrupted because yeah. now we don't have physical devices other than our phones. I mean, mm-hmm. we're streaming everything on there. So yep. it's wild. Indeed. Yeah. I asked um, one of the guys that we had on our trip who came out uh, that evening. His name is Mike Meeks. He's the pa- He was the pastor, the lead pastor of East Lake Chula Vista, where kind of Ryan, his son, launched from that to go to East Lake and Bothell. And then we, I was on staff over there. Mm-hmm. They were our biggest financial supporter when we planted this church, and we, he had never met me. So he's always been kind of a hero in, in my <laughs> regard of like, uh, thanks for believing in somebody that you've never met. Yeah. Like, here, and you know, it helps when you're in San Diego and have lots of money, yeah. but that's still a lot of trust for yeah. nothing, right? Uh, he came and spoke here like a, oh, yeah. a year and uh, a half ago. I remember that. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we sat around uh, the campfire and ha- chatted with him and, and I asked him a question. I said, all right, you've now, you're now, I can't remember how many years of ministry he did, 35, 40, I don't know, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. 40 years of ministry. How many decisions did you make that you would say were disruptive to what you were doing, right? And I didn't, I don't think I used that word necessarily, but like game changing, mm-hmm. these are big ones and we got to get this thing right. And he thought about it for a, a 10 seconds or so and said, less than 10. Yeah. In 40 years of ministry, you made less than 10 major <laughs> life decisions. You know what I mean? Uh, like that's significant because I think um, a lot of times I think I'm, I stress out or think about this is the most, I'll, we'll always remember the day that we decided mm-hmm. uh, we were going to, you know, wear masks or, or you know, whatever, <laughs> like all of these major decisions. Yeah. And you're like, these are all like, we're not going to remember any of this. Uh, you know, I mean, we'll remember this, but it's yeah. going to be like uh, so many of the major decisions in the moment are not truly disruptive. It, they feel like it in the middle and you wish that somebody would come along and be like, hey, no, this decision that you're making, this is disruptive. And some of the natural ones are obviously getting married is a big disruptive life decision. H- having kids, having more kids, uh, having even <laughs> more kids. Uh, those are all, those are big life decisions. And um <laughs> Uh, but aside from the common ones, like you wish that somebody would have told you, Hey, really, really think about this. Mm-hmm. Cause this is going to be big mm-hmm. and you don't have it right. There's like, you may, yeah, you may or may not have it, but this is, I think Peter attempting to tell people guys, you may not realize this right now, but this is so big. Right. Yeah. The, everything of, about history has pointed to this moment. The God of the universe, I think, has made himself here in the form of a person. Um, this is a this is one of the ten that you're going to face in forty <laughs> years, right? And it might be the biggest thing of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I need to write about it. Yeah. I think that that's a big piece. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What did you have? What were your, what um, my only thought, one of your disruptive things was that Jesus breaks the rules is breaking the rules. And you were talking about um, being a master and then like, then you can break the rules. And I thought immediately about cooking. Um, Cause when you're early in cooking, you, you follow that recipe sure. close. Um, but once you kind of figure out how different flavors go together and how different things can work in a recipe, you can really like, Break the rules. You can do something different. You can do something weird. You can um, reach outside of that recipe or that box. And 
even with like baking, which you do have to follow the rules a little bit more because there's chemistry involved and you want to make sure it comes out correctly. Once you understand that basic part, you can experiment and you can know where you can like push it or where you need to like where you can add, where you can take away, what kind of things you can do. So that's what I immediately thought of when you were talking about 100%. baking uh, Cooking is a great example because one, you're trying to go, okay, please don't kill me. So figure mm-hmm. out what the safest way to cook this meat that doesn't <laughs> give me E. coli. Two, you know, then cook it, understand where like I, I want it medium or medium rare or I want this, you know, and then three, now get creative with it. Now do this. Or and even I just like to, what flavor profiles work together yeah. and what don't work together and – like, how can you, how do you cook, how do you like saute this vegetable so it's like max like crispiness, but also yeah. tenderness? And, and how do you? The crispiness of this vegetable brings yeah. out the flavors in this, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And if I had just had this alone, I wouldn't know it. You broke the, you broke the proverbial rule and did this. Kylie, when we got home, said the same thing. She said, uh, pointed to a poem that she's got written on uh, her on the wall. And in the poem, everything rhymes until at one spot it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, that doesn't rhyme. That's not what you're supposed to do. The point is that it doesn't rhyme, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like this one time, that's what makes it stand out and be kind of unique and different. And you can only do that if you know that it's not supposed to be there. And that's what brings it so much intentionality. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to be a master to do that. So yeah, you have to be a master to do it well and make it meaningful. Yeah. So like, I mean, you can break the rules, but it's just breaking the rules until you understand. And it's the originality the of it too. Yeah. Because if somebody else goes, oh, I can do that too. And they, all they do is copy you. And then they, they also write a poem, but then break one rule on that. It's like, yeah, but you didn't break the rules. You just copied the breaking of the rules. So you're not even, that's not even, <laughs> if somebody then goes, oh, I saw somebody cook this steak and he did this with these vegetables. You did it and that's great, but you're still just copying a recipe. Mm-hmm. That's not the originality of it. It's mm-hmm. the originality of you doing it for the very first time and it still being like, no, now I still see how that fits. It shouldn't fit, but it does. Mm-hmm. That's because you're really good at what you do, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that's a, a key piece on it. Yeah. 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 Good. Anything else? That was the one that really stood out to me. So that was the one I had some thoughts on. Okay. But- Awesome. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun. Uh, obviously, we're continuing with the Book of Marks. If you want to prep, you can read ahead, chapters three, chapters four, that kind of thing. But uh, Or just show up on Sunday. I don't care. Whatever <laughs> you want to do. We'll be fine. We'll still be talking about Jesus. But uh, Okay. What do you got for it? You're, you're up oh, yeah, for our something interesting. Um, so mine's maybe a little bit lame, but um, <laughs> I there was a Nat Geo like docu- nature documentary a while ago called One Strange Rock. Um, and I just ended up rewatching it because I, sh- I showed an episode to my class, um, which I forgot in this episode that they like sacrifice live chickens into a volcano. So that nice. was fun because I didn't prep my class. And then all of a sudden I hear, did he just throw a chicken into that volcano? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep, sure Maybe. did. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, I just rewatched it and it's kind of a cool, different premise, um, because I mean, they're talking about like earth nature things, but it's hosted by Will Smith. And then their experts are all former astronauts. And so they just have like a really unique perspective on the earth and how it runs and how it works and all of those things. Um, and so it was really interesting to hear them talking about what does earth mean and um, like understanding how earth works from after being in space um, and the last episode is called home and they kind of talk about how going to space like really broadens their idea of what home is. Um, and for most of them, home is no longer like the United States or the city that they grew up in. It's sure. 
it's the earth, like their earth is their home. Sure. So it was really interesting. And uh, Will Smith could read a phone book and I'd be interested yeah, he's, in it. Yeah, he's so. pretty great at yeah. the hosting of it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably the new like Denzel uh, Morgan Freeman mm-hmm. sort of voice thing where when you hear it, you know who it is. There's like an immediate trust already. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is probably going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> probably going to be good. It's really nice. Yeah. John Hamm does the commercials for um, uh, uh, Mercedes Benz. Okay. And he was in Mad Men yep. and was the advertising Don Draper exec. Yeah. And that was such a brilliant move for them to be like, hey, we're going to have you do Mercedes Benz because immediately listen and you go. This this advertising is this is good advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Mad Men got behind this one. You know what I mean? Those are yeah. two separate different products. Yeah. John Hamm just fills it in and he does it. It's awesome. Yeah. So anyways, that was a side note. Um well mine's gonna kinda tie into yours. Then. Okay. Um because I have uh I have I was gonna talk about an Instagram follow that you should definitely be following. And uh I'll add another one. Um so basically it's just Earth. You just Instagram oh, the account Instagram Earth. Instagram follow Earth. Have you follow have you no. seen these? They're amazing photos. Who runs it? I don't know. I have no idea, but the photos are insane. And multiple times I've been scrolling through and I'll stop and I'll have to show everybody. I'll be like, hey, stop talking. Look at this. (laughs) Look at this penguin on the side of a glacier. How did he get there? That crazy penguin. (laughs) Uh, There's like pictures, uh, just amazing, amazing um, stuff. Mm -hmm. So definitely take a look at it. It'll like broaden your horizons yeah. even for just a moment like you should go travel and visit some of these places in person but in the meantime while we can't really do that or you're not wanting to do that or it's expensive or blah 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 um at least follow it on instagram and nice. then check it out so just earth, earth. i, I, I right. wish I'm, i had more I'll there. Do that. and then while you're at that and you're clicking on that then you should go follow my wife's bard knock life yeah. poet thing um so speaking of breaking out and doing the poetry and, and changing it up i think i may have talked about it early on like right when he, she first started doing this. But um, on January 1st, one of her New Year's resolutions was to create a poem or a ditty a day mm-hmm. um, to kind of uh, highlight things in our family and, and what we're doing. And then she, at the end of the year, she's going to make one of those photo books with a okay. you know, graphic of all of them yeah. on it. And, you know, every time somebody starts off with something, I'm going to do this every day. You're like, do it, you, you know. <laughs> And then it's no surprise when on day 21, you're like, remember when you said you were going to do yeah. this every day? <laughs> She's been doing she it She has day. kept it up yeah. every single day. There have been nights where she is exhausted, exhausted. <laughs> and I can see the glow from her screen and she's just <laughs> barely keeping an eye open coming up. with, And she's still creative and funny, even yeah. at those, even in those last few moments. I so uh, I feel like she's got a repertoire long, a big enough. There's like a hundred and however many days we're into this year mm-hmm. already. Um, where you can go back and validate that this is worth your yeah, time. Yeah, follow. I followed it. I'm following. And uh, it's good. It's their quality. Every Sunday night, it's about me. So I'm also advertising <laughs> a little bit about me. No, I didn't. Um, I, I mean, a lot of them are about you. I didn't know she did it every Sunday night. That one for sure is about you. Sunday night is always, um, I love you more than, and then yeah. she'll do something, uh-huh. you know. So yeah, anyways. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and but cute. her name is, uh, the name on there is Bard Knock Life. Yep. And, I asked her, what's your thoughts on this? You've, you've got quite a following now. It's been creative. It's kind of been a fun outlet. Are you going to continue to do this after this? And she says, no, December 31st <laughs> is the last one. All right. That's so you good can to know. get in on it while it's yeah. still live. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it's over d- December 31st. Interesting. And, and then we're going to try and look for a book contract for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But. Uh, uh, all right. That's fun. So that'll do it for this week's episode. Anything exciting uh, that we need to announce that you can uh, think of? Not that I can Sunday think of. Sunday morning, part three of our, our thing. You can be in person 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or on the live stream at 10. 
Um, we also, oh, uh, I've got a, um, not this week, but the following week, next Wednesday, we're going to be hosting our, our, I was going to say first ever, but we used to do them and we just haven't done them for two years. So our first ever in a really long time, um, <laughs> pub theology night. Um, so we're going to listen to a podcast, uh, not this one, but a different one. And, uh, you can, it's a, a Pete ends, uh, the Bible for normal people. And I can't remember which episode and who the guest host was, but if you go onto our community marketplace site and look at that, you can click on the link, listen to that podcast, show up at Tommy's tap house, one of our local haunts here and, uh, hang with us. Um, me and Lauren will be there for sure. Maybe Megan, if we can talk her into it, it's a school night. It is a school night. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But anyways, come hang out with us, chat some theology up. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll go from there. So, uh, that is happening again, not this Monday, Wednesday, but the next one. And I don't have the date in front of me. June something. No, it can't be that late. Today's the 17th, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa. I'm killing this. 26th. Okay. May 26th. Be a part of that. All right. Awesome. That's it. Thanks guys. Have a good week.